How do you mean that? Well, I mean that there are the colors and the beauties, the designs, the beautiful way things appear. People themselves, dull people, but I thought dull, appear fascinating, interesting, mysterious, wonderful. But that's only the beginning. Welcome to Strange People, Weird Worlds. Let's get this show started. I was just thinking Josh wants to come back on the show for one more. Yeah, he mentioned that when I saw him on New Year's yeah. Eve. And, uh, yeah, so that'll be cool. Right. But yeah, sorry. You know, I mean, he probably doesn't even listen anymore. I wouldn't. Right? Yeah, You're like, oh, these fucking assholes. Fuck that guy. I think he's too good for me. <laughs> no, no. I don't think I'm better than anybody. No, actually. I just have really bad memories here. Really bad memory. <laughs> <laughs> really. As we've mentioned the last two shows, a lot of marijuana use yeah, has contributed to that. Just three bong heads right before we press record <laughs> over here. To be fair, I, you sent me the bad traffic things. So I was like, oh, she'll be here for a while. And I was like, well, yep. you all know what I do and I'm waiting on you. Time to get stoned. Just get ripped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, it's funny. I was going to bring my little vape pen to take a little hit because yeah. I knew traffic was going to be insane. Yeah. And I was like halfway here and I was looking at my purse. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I left it. Oh, I got some good... Stone cold sober. Good flower. It's weird saying flower. Like, I know. Like, it's it's very proper now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in the culture of so many options when you're buying things. But I guess if you live in a city somewhere where you're still buying bags of weed or... That's the only thing that you know is flower. But here it's, yeah, like, so there's concentrate. No, there's, there's no reason to call it flower, so I bet that sounds weird. Because it was weird to me at first, but now it's just... See, and it was... It took me working in the dispensary. It was like, oh... I kind of like this word better than everything else. Yeah, like, because before, before I moved here, if I was having a conversation, I'd just be like, you know, I got some fire, or I (laughs) got some some good bud. I got some fuego. Yeah, you know, got that good, good. I feel like a cannabis brand needs to sponsor us, given that the last two shows now, including this one, three, including this one, we've talked about marijuanas. Man, if you want to send me your weed, like, I will review it. I will. You hear that, dispensaries? I'll give you such a good name. Oh, yeah. Because I, I'm a, you know, I'm a fine connoisseur of <laughs> marijuana product. Uh, I like indica. Uh, I like things in the purple region. But, you know, I'll sample it all. Just whatever. Um, yeah, whatever you want to throw away. We'll yeah, be, you know, we'll just let me know. Let me know. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> this could be your name right here. Right here. Anyhow. <laughs> how, Anyhow. Are, how are you? You know, I'm doing fantastic today. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I uh, yeah. have a whole week off next week from uh, the salon. That's pretty cool. School's still out, so it's like, wow, I actually get like, I get a, I get a break. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. But besides that, just been playing a lot of The Sims. Oh, good old Sims. Oh, good old Sims. Good I, old Sims. There's a reason I didn't download it because I knew once I would I would fall into a hole and the other night I looked at my laptop and I was like oh my god I've been building a house for six hours oh man I've been dragging out the end of Red Dead just dragging (sighs) it out although um, spoiler alert I guess uh, if you you haven't played the first one anyways but you know John Marston the main character Mm -hmm. does end up getting shot down at the end like after you think his life's all good he gets his ranch and his family back and all that but I think I saw an alternate ending where you can just run the fuck away instead of because oh, basically really? he, he's in this barn and he he makes sure his wife and kid get away yeah 
and then he opens the barn doors and you get a chance to like shoot at somebody and I tried to, it sucks because you have to go through this whole long mission to get to that point mm-hmm. and I really tried to kill like the main guy each time it gives you like the dead eye vision to, to shoot real quick and I never did but I saw an alternate ending dude just gets on a horse and runs out the back of the barn what John? yeah and what? like it, it seemed like it worked I don't know if it really did. I, I want to find out. I feel, like if that, I feel like that would take down the reputation of the game. I, I mean, unless they meant for it to happen. I mean, if they let you hap- if they let it happen, then they plan for it in some way, shape, or form. Well, huge spoiler, because if anyone's played Red Dead 2 or if you've seen the videos, Mr. John lives. Oh. Did I just ruin that for you? You did. <laughs> oh, shit. But that's okay. I, I mean, thought you knew the premises of game two. No, I don't. That's wow. okay. Frickle, frackle, That makes me happy in the heart, though, because I love John Marston. Yeah, well, because, John like... John Marston. I can't remember if... No, yeah, because Red Dead 1 is about the dude with the black hair. Well, that's Red Dead Revolver. Mr. John, right? Well, okay. Because Red, Red Dead 2, you play as a different guy. Yeah, yeah, Red Dead Redemption is John Marston with the three scars on mm-hmm. his face. Yeah. 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 And then Red Dead Revolver is the very first one about somebody completely different. Should we put, like, a warning sign given that I just ruined the whole first game? I mean, it's like, they're, like, making new systems at this point. Yeah, like, I was like, I feel like it's... Yeah. If you're not and I, I said spoiler alert. There we go. So. <laughs> Hopefully no one's, like, banking on that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, welcome everybody to Strange People, Weird Weird Worlds. Nice. That was that was unplanned, guys. That was unplanned. I don't know if you know that. Like that's that's how awesome we are. Yeah, we just come up shit with all the kids. Fucking a, fucking a. Anyways, we have a good time. We have a good time. My name is Gregory C. Tanner Jr. Wow, formal. Yeah, I'm feeling good. (laughs) Feeling good. With me, as always, is the dynamic, Ooh. the diverse, the dysfunctional <gasps> Anya okay, Daniela. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dysfunctional. Oh, man. Uh, it was either that or delusional. I mean, I guess I'll take dysfunctional. I mean, in a sense, I am dysfunctional. Everyone's aren't a we all? Aren't we all? Yeah. Aren't we all? And if you say that and you're if not, you can admit it to yourself, that's. Um, I feel like you're more functional than yeah, those. Like, that keeps I'm you perfect. from being delusional, which I left out. See? Boom, shaka bang, bam. full circle. That's what we We're like to do here. Rocking and a rolling. rolling. <laughs> yep. Nailing it. Nailing it. Anyhow, so. Um, Any hairs? Yeah. Um, Ready? It's uh, yeah, your turn this Jump week. Jump on in. Jump on in. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Do you got? Do you got a, a life vest for? For yourself? A what? A, a life, life oh, Get life. prepared. Oh, man. This week's gonna be a little weird. Well, I'm a strong swimmer. Um, is well. It, is, that, is this in the water? Is that what we're talking about? No, I or guess just... it was air. I guess you have parachute would have been better, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, so now my co-host just kicked me off an airplane with a life vest. I hope you guys are all, like, Ho- buckled in. Hopefully I land in water. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. So, all right, all right, let's this do it. week's episode... We're going back to the 1900s. 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 The 1900s were an interesting time within history. There was the Great Depression, World Wars, the rise of many countries, and also baby shipping. (laughs) Baby shipping. You heard that correctly. Like Amazon ships a package? Kind of, in a sense, but babies were being passed around like parcels. (laughs) <laughs> I've heard of this before in, like, some pretty gruesome stories, but, um... Well, 
this one's gonna be light. It's not gruesome, okay. but it's fucking weird. Okay. So decades before you could have your child fly alone, it was possible to drop off your offspring at the local post office and have them shipped like your late Christmas presents to your distant relatives. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Baby shipping. That's a thing. It, so <laughs> many questions. Me anymore. <laughs> so many questions. I guess, uh, I guess first, is it in a box? No. Like, so that... The post office had, like, professional babysitters to... Kind of. So, I'll explain everything. I know it sounds like when I first heard it, I was like, what? Wow. Yeah. I I spent a hot little minute looking into this, and it was... Wow. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. Man, it's not often that uh, I I get got this good, (laughs) but, like, what... I mean, you just blew me off my feet on this one. Wow. Yeah, this is going to be a good episode. Like I said, Holy make sure crap. you're ready. Baby shipping. <laughs> wow. I'm glad I, took a, babies. glad I took a nap today. Like, whew. So. Okay. I don't even know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> whew. Let's fucking do this. Regulations about what you could and couldn't send through the mail were very vague when post offices began accepting parcels over four pounds on January 1st, 1913. Boy, I bet drug dealing was easy back then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, nothing. You know, like, if it's under, yeah, if it was over four pounds, you weren't allowed to ship it. And then January 1st, 1913 came around. It was like, oh, over four pounds? Bring it on in. Ship it over. So... This weight increase was one of the most overlooked yet significant innovations of the 20th century, as it opened up an entirely new form of ground transportation for packages. The new limit allowed people to send all sorts of things, sparking a mass hysteria of shipping things such as coffins, animals, bags of flowers, and of course, babies. (laughs) (laughs) I I literally was in tears as I was writing this. Could you imagine... The the Karen and Susan uproar. Oh yeah, shipping a baby. In space, <laughs> if bro. somebody tried to go ship a baby today, the the fucking lynching that would happen to that mother. So you walk into the post office. Hello, Cheryl. My name is Carol. I'd like to ship my baby today. Oh my gosh, the <laughs> the PTA mothers of this country would just lose their shit. String <laughs> you up. Oh my god. All right, so. Parents across the United States apparently figured, why travel across the country and spend time and money when you can just wrap up that baby, slap a stamp on it, and let the postal parcel do its job? The logic's there. (laughs) The logic is clearly there. (laughs) Well, Nancy Pope, the National Postal Museum historian, discovered the first known case of a man baby. I was just about to say, (laughs) what was the first time that somebody walked into the post office with the baby and was like... No, no, you're going to ship it. We're going to ship my baby off. Yeah. So. Yeah, you can, no. <laughs> I'm here. I want my baby there. You see, what? that's what we're going to do. Well, the first case happened in 1913. And it was uh, Mr. and Ms. Jesse Buge of Glen Este, Ohio. Of course, Ohio. Fucking Ohio. <laughs> God damn it. They shipped their small. It's, it's the, the, the F- Florida of Central America. Literally. Right? You got Florida, you got Ohio, and then uh, I don't know what's on the West Coast. It's, uh. Probably, uh... California? California yeah. in general, yeah. No offense, California. I mean, Southern, maybe. 
Northern, Northern, Northern's Cali, okay. Northern gets kind of rowdy, too. I mean, they're a little weird, you got, but you they're got, not like... You got Oakland, Sacramento up there. That's true. It gets pretty gangster up there. Yeah, you got the Bay Area. Bay Area gets pretty gangster. Central California, you got you got a big prison. Yeah. Um, and a lot of poppy fields, mm-hmm. oddly enough. Then uh, there's like Alcatraz. There's a lot yeah. of weird things in Cali. Yeah. Um, anyhow. Anyhow. So, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Jesse Buge shipped their small 10-pound infant son, Mr. James, to his sweet old grandmother's home, which was only a small distance away. They paid a whopping 15 cents in postage costs and even dished out for the $50 insurance coverage for the precious package. What good parents they were. They insured the baby. <laughs> yeah. That's all that matters. They insured the baby. I'm just thinking, like... There is literally an insurance option for your baby. I mean, they made one. They made one. That's you know, this postal worker was quick. They were just like, okay, <laughs> like oh shit, shipping babies. All right, get on it. We're shipping a baby, see? And fifty dollars uh, back then is like that's a lot of money. They paid a lot of fucking money. Uh, like, cheap shipping. Yeah. Real cheap shit. That's Fifteen a, cents. Fair, or at least fair, I would say. You know. But like, um, you know, I know back in those times, ten cents got you like a cup of coffee, a meal, and a cigarette at a diner. Mm-hmm. So you know, to ship a baby for fifteen cents—that's fair. Yeah, totally. Fair. Fifty dollars shipping seems also fair. You know, it's taking care of a human life here. Um, let's see here, Siri. How much is fifty dollars in nineteen thirteen? To now. That's why I hate Siri. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Well, 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 I mean, I'd probably say it's close to like. Maybe like a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's over a thousand dollars. So for back then, like you guys really couldn't have just you know gotten your little carriage and escorted your child, but whatever. Who am I to judge? So how far did they ship it? Did uh, literally only a couple miles away. Granny, no, sh- no shit. Granny was literally right down the road. They paid fifteen cents and fifty dollars in insurance to ship little. How old James far away is the post office? <laughs> so here's the thing: these post offices back then, when you lived in the rural like communities, you had your local like post off like your postman who would come up, and you had a really good strong report with him because you would always see him, especially if you're in a rural area. That's uh-huh. the only person you're seeing besides your family. Yeah, and so. A lot of the times, it was like the postman was coming to come collect the mail, and the parents would be like, take my baby! So that they and put, the postman would take the baby. They put, you know, like, I remember, you know, having the standing mailbox, and if you had outgoing mail, you put the little red flag up. Yeah, put it up. So they, they put the little red flag up, and... I wonder if they put, like, a stork next to it, be like, take my baby. Just take my baby. <laughs> so that means the postman just sat there and haggled out, like, insurance? Yeah. He kept that 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. He's like, you want me to take a bit? All right, give me 50 bucks. 50 bucks, Why little not, man. Right? Put that shit <laughs> in my hand. <laughs> so, Miss Nancy Pope mentioned that the first few years of parcel post service was a bit of a mess. You had different towns getting away with different things depending on how their postmaster read the regulations. This allowed for the shipping of babies to happen more than just that first time occurrence with little old James. It would happen multiple times. Good God. Uh, $50 in 1913 would be $1,299.03 today. Why would they? I don't understand why they would pay that for a couple miles. Also, it's a pretty good guess by me. That was good. Yeah, $1,000. Price is right rules. I didn't go under, didn't go over, I'm pretty close. You know. You want a new car? Oh, some asshole would have got me for a thousand and one dollars. Yeah, piece of shit, lady. Probably, Karen. <laughs> Fucking Karen. <laughs> um, 
So, the Beagle's quirky story made headlines, and for the next couple of years, similar stories occasionally surfaced as other crafty parents accomplished the same end by mailing their children. Nancy Pope found that, uh, found about seven instances of people mailing children between the years of 1913 and 1915, with little old James in Ohio sparking the trend of mailing the little pipsqueaks. <laughs> Ew, that was gross. This is- <laughs> This is, uh, I, still, the first one still. <laughs> How far away was the post? Oh, wait, 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 we got that. We discussed yeah. that. I'm sorry. Postman picked up little he picked James him up. from the front door, dropped him off So they didn't have to travel. I mean, miles down okay, the road. so maybe, maybe they didn't have a car. I mean, cars, like, just got invented, right? I was, like, 19... But if you're paying $50 in insurance, you have to, like, have a mansion. You gotta be, you gotta be rich. Very well Yeah, off. you just drop... You just don't give a fuck. You literally were like, how much is going to ship my baby? 15 Okay. Like, did the grandparents even know the baby's coming? Right? Like, how do you know? Do you send a raven off? Or a pigeon? I, like, (laughs) maybe, maybe maybe their housekeeper quit, right? And they don't know what the fuck they're doing. So they just put a stamp on this baby and waited outside. And they shipped it off. Certified mail. Until they could hire a new <laughs> nanny. And uh, that that's how babies started getting shipped. I just, like, for me, it's the fact of good old America. One person does it, it just becomes a fucking trend. No matter what year it is. Clearly. Absolutely. I want to get I want to get in on that. Right? I kind of want to ship a baby. want to ship a baby. Yeah. Well. Fucking, you poke, poke some holes in the box and... <laughs> Now, it wasn't common to mail your children, yet for long distances, it was a lot cheaper to buy the stamps to send a kid by railway mail than to buy a ticket on a passenger train. So we did get long distance. Yes. We're going to get into those ones, because there was one that I'm like, you would, you would ship your baby that far? Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> now, <clears throat> the precious parcels weren't truly parcels in the brown paper and bubble wrap sense. Instead, they were more like companions or well-swaddled bundles in the arms of their carriers. But still, the idea of a child being wrapped in a packaging paper and put inside a mailbox is dark yet very fucking humorous. I mean, what does this mailman do when he's picking up his fourth baby for the day? I know. Do you have like a carriage going on back now he's with got, like rows of baby? A baby in the bag. He's got one on the front pack thing. He's got one in the backpack thing. He's, oh my he's god! Carrying, he's carrying one what under his arm like a fucking football. Because of this, this is where the idea of a stork dropping off a baby came from. Because what if a little girl? Saw a baby swaddled dropped off. God damn it, maybe. Maybe. Theorizing. Hot digger today. Fucking A. <clears throat> well, fast forward just a little bit to a second case. We have January 22nd, 1914. 1914. The savvies of Pine Hollow, Pennsylvania paid a mere 45 cents or $11 in today's market. For their precious little 40-pound daughter to be delivered by rural carrier James Burley. So they went like four times as far if, yeah. if we're talking postage. And the delivery date was the same day with it being that afternoon to the relatives in Clay Hollow. So the baby wasn't with the postman for that long. It was only for like a short distance. So they went interstate, just different city? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Which that would make a little bit more sense than just, you know, two miles down the road. Yeah, like, sure. Mr. Like the Ohio fam. You know, I'm pretty laid back, but, like, wow. <laughs> Damn. 
Like, I, I took my nephew on a four-wheeler when he was, like, two and a half, three years old, something like that. He doesn't even remember it. Mm-hmm. And he had a fucking great time. And I thought it was pretty, like, loosey-goosey. Like, I was 18 when he was that old, so that's, you know. So who knows? Maybe the kids had fun. Maybe. Fuck, like... I feel better about that now. You're getting sick today, like... Timmy. <laughs> Get ready. <clears throat> well, just a month later, we have the most famous incident of male children. On February 19, 1914, four-year-old Charlotte May Piersdorf from Grangerville, Idaho, was shipped a whopping 73 miles away to her grandparents' house within the Idaho mountains. Stuck on the little girl's coat were 53 cents of stamps. And today's time... Just stamp up the baby. Just... Just stamp up the baby. Just put your stamps on it. You're ready to get mailed. Oh, this is... Terrible, but fucking hilarious. Fucking America's history, man. It's something else. Oh, gosh. Um... So in today's time, the fifty-three cents is equivalent to twelve dollars and ninety-six cents. Now, has anybody else insured the baby? Unlike little James, no one else was covered by insurance. Damn. So I was like, you know, the first one, piss poor parenting, but at least you insured your baby. I mean, yeah, I don't know what that does yeah. for you. But, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it feels like some sort of thought is there. Now you just Some file sort of an care. insurance claim. Yeah, like, you owe me a baby now. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe, that, maybe they were hoping. Like, That's were, why I was like, maybe they were like... Hoping for a baby fumble. Yeah. Baby fumble. And then they're just, they just collect some money and go on with their life. I was like, what would happen if you accidentally dropped off the wrong baby? Back then, you wouldn't know if it was the wrong baby if you haven't seen yeah, it yet. Or just drop the baby. Yeah. Baby dropping. Baby dropping. What if you shook the baby? I heard you're not supposed to shake babies. Yeah, like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. What if you killed the baby? What if you killed the baby? I mean, that's what the insurance would What if the mailman but... hates babies? I hate babies. I don't, I'm not I, a fan of babies. Yeah, I mean, I just hate's a strong word. Baby but puppies like, and baby kittens. Lo- yeah, little, 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 little puppies. baby animals. Yeah. But baby yeah, but humans. Don't, 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 let me, don't make me hold your baby. <laughs> little Satan spawns. Yeah, little... <laughs> I need to fuck around with my nephew until he's about two years old. They're just adults who can't talk and walk yet. They just sit there and they judge you with their yeah. little grubby little fingers. Yeah. Hit you with the rattle. Yeah, they're full of germs and shit. Well, little Miss Charlotte May was accompanied on her trip by her mother's cousin, Leonard Mockle, who worked as a clerk in Lewiston, Idaho for the Railway Mail Service. So this one, at least it was a family member. But still, you're still shipping your kid off. You literally stuck stamps to her jacket. You had to stick stamps to it still. This this was official. It wasn't a free ride. No, it was not a free ride. (laughs) Now, for some reason, the case of Charlotte May being mailed became a huge fucking sensation. And ten years after her death in 1987, author Michael O. Tunnell wrote a children's book about her excursion titled Mailing May, which was published in 1997. Huh. So, we got books about these. A child's book written about a little girl getting mailed. Wow. (laughs) So, when you say it became a huge sensation, it wasn't like today, like, like uproar. It was like, people were like, thought it was cool. I mean, so... People were like, wow! Because, like... Look at that baby! (laughs) Look at that baby on the mail! Look at that baby! 
baby. Look at that baby on the train on the Honey, mail. Honey, you know we can mail a baby off now. Mail, they all mail the baby. God damn it, Cheryl. Why the fuck <laughs> spend a train ticket? Well, we could have mailed a baby. Well, uh, days prior to Miss Charlotte's excursion, though, so going on the mass hysteria thing, Second Assistant Postmaster General Joseph Stewart, who's in charge of the parcel post services, caught wind of the phenomenon that was mailing babies. He officially decreed on February 13th, 1914, so this was, uh, like, six days before Charlotte was mailed, okay. um, that humans can no longer be sent through the mail. Okay, so there's somebody with some sense out there. But, of course, for some, laws are made to be broken. <laughs> I mean... Idaho, you know, they have, uh, like, the most guns per person really? as a state. Did not know that. I think. Or if not, they're, they're just up there. Like, because uh, my parents live there. It's, Idaho, y'all. It's wow. like, I think it's like 16 guns per person in the household. This is includes children. God damn. Like, that, this includes children. So, like, that's just how they're, you know, whoever owns the guns in the house and matches. that up, many children. Or know, that I'm, many guns. I'm not going to say the father. could be the mother. It could be. You know, we're in 2020 now. We are super... <sighs> So, oh, wow, welcome to a, a new super evolved podcast, guys. Um, welcome. If you thought we were evolved before. It um, is year 2020. Year 2020. Um, we got clear vision. Wow, what? Uh, I haven't seen you since last year. Yeah, I haven't seen you since last year. I no, haven't talked to you no. guys since we're last gonna year. We're going to take a quick sidestep here. Yeah. Um, anyways, point of that was, <laughs> I know a lot of guns, so they probably do what they fucking want. Um, yeah, new year. New wow. fucking year. We didn't even acknowledge that. 2020. Did not. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. Yes, welcome to the mid-show New Year break. Welcome to the new decade. This might be a longer caveat than normal. Yeah. Um, so we're taking a small break here. Uh, it, it's a new year. Um, our president is half impeached. Yep. Uh, when the Senate reunites soon, they will vote to see if he's fully impeached. He's made it as far as Bill Clinton made it right now, but mm-hmm. Bill Clinton didn't get the second half of the votes. Um, so we'll see what happens there. I, I'm curious as to um, what's going to be the new hot point this year. Yeah. Um, what What are we not judging this year? You know, we 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 definitely we're not judging other people. Yeah. We're going to leave judging back full, in the old decade. Full, we're just going to drop judging now. Yeah, we are. Um, we're over that bullshit. And we're not assuming gender. No. And it doesn't matter. And we're going to let people do whatever the fuck they want to do because we're going to mind our own goddamn businesses this year. That really, um, that's kind of how I, you know, if it's not affecting you. I'm going to mind my own goddamn business. You might as well just mind your own business. Exactly. Wow. Wow. 2020. 2020. We're here. We're here. We made it. The Packers are in the playoffs. Um, I mentioned them on the, our previous show, and they, the they did win the game after that. So uh, that was two weeks ago, so that must have been the Vikings. That was actually a tough game. We were expected to lose. Hot digger today. Uh, we secured the NFC North division with that game. Okay, and Pax. the week afterwards, we secured the NFC number two seed in the Ooh. playoffs, which gave us a bye week. We're not playing this weekend. Nice. And home field advantage on our next game. Uh, the whole NFL and fan base are hating on the Packers, saying Why? we are the worst 13-3 and team ever and the worst number two seed ever. But you know what? We're on a first-year head coach, a fucking total team revamp, and we've had 13 sloppy wins. 
Bada bang, bada boom. What's well, we still 13? But it's 13 and 3. Hey. And we're number 2. And uh, we'll see what happens. But go pack go. It's fucking 2020 now. My boy Aaron Rodgers, he's going to light up in the playoffs. Uh, Leanne, your bills are in the playoffs. And they play the Texans this weekend. I think you can win. By the time you're hearing this, we'll know whether they won or not. Uh, so hopefully your bills are still in the playoffs. Fingers crossed. Hopefully the Patriots are not. They're playing the Titans this weekend. No offense, Patriots. Uh, it's the first time in 10 years they haven't gotten the first week by week mm. like the Packers did. Uh, the Dolphins knocked them out of that. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. fucking Dolphins. So, go Titans this weekend. And uh, that's my football rant, my 2020 rant. And uh, it's going to be a year of not judging people and minding your own shit. And we'll all have a good time. We all have a good time. And uh, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Anyhow. No. Back to shipping babies. Back to shipping babies. Back to shipping babies. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, February 13, 1914, <coughs> Mr. Joseph Stewart was like, hey, ladies and gentlemen, all that in between, no more shipping babies. What are you doing? Humans can't be sent through the mail. Stop that shit. But Guys, we can't be shipping babies. It's America. We're going <laughs> to do what we want to fucking do. So what does that mean? People still were shipping babies. People still kept shipping babies. Now, only after... A month following Stewart's announcement, rural carrier B.H. Nieper carried a 14-pound baby from his grandmother's home in Clear Spring, Maryland, to the mother's house in Indian Springs, which turned out to be a 12-mile trip. So we still have babies getting shipped. Still got long babies getting distance. shipped. Long distance. A little long distance. 12 miles? I mean, that's like in, in the same city, I'd imagine. Yeah. yeah. It's only not super far. Yeah, but. not far, but getting shipped. Yeah. Uh, unburdened by the new regulations against mailing children, three more trips were recorded that following year. So no. people were just like, oh, you said we can't ship our baby? Weird. That was that was probably for that part of town. But we can ship our baby. Let's see this on the mailman, because now if I'm the mailman and Postmaster General says no more shipping babies. I feel like the mailman's getting slipped some, like, incentive. Like, hey, you going to Must ship be my baby? because I don't want to ship your baby. So I'm going to be like, no, no, I'm not shipping. I don't have yeah. to ship your baby. I'm not supposed to ship your baby. I'm not ship. Oh, $100? You know what makes me I'm laugh? I'm ship that baby. About the fact of, like, when he was, like, the fact that Mr. Joseph Stewart had to say no more shipping babies. No like, sh- you know when you hear a rule, you're like, why the fuck is that a rule? It's because of incidents like this where when something happens, people are like, let's ship babies. Right. And then it's like, no, you can't ship your fucking baby. <laughs> like. I don't know what I was listening to. Somebody who got to like got the honors of um, <coughs> driving a pace car on mm-hmm. NASCAR, um, and then they they have seats for you right up front afterwards. And on the railing along the NASCAR uh, track says, "Do not throw chicken bones onto track." <laughs> and you know it's because somebody did it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Fucking, yeah, every every dumbass sign you see like that. One of my college some classes. Some dumbass American did it. Literally in the syllabus. I have been in college now for, don't want to, I don't like to say it, but a, a long time now. One of my syllabuses literally said, do not watch porn on your computer or laptop. Or your, your phone or your laptop. And, like, the as we're going over the syllabus the first day, the professor goes, alright, I know this one probably sounds like a fucking given, but I literally had a kid blasting porn on his laptop one day and like the entire back of him was watching him watch this fucking porn and so he had to put in the syllabus do not watch porn during class and i'm like <sighs> we always have that one fucking person that right. one fucking person 
And you'd think at the college level, like, his parents are obviously paying for him to be there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's, even I remember, like, when it's, you know, you can see who's, who's paying to be there and who's fucking. Who actually, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I had, like, my scholarship my first year through the military, I was going to class, like, fucking stoned every single day. And then it was after that first year everything happened, and then I took a break off from school, and I went back, and I was like, why was I smoking weed before class? Like, I was not retaining anything. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't do that no more. Probably a good idea. Yeah, sometimes. Anatomy I had, too, because, like, dissecting, you know, fucking... Yeah, you don't want to remember that anyways. No. No, 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 no. Anywho, back to shipping babies. Back to shipping babies. <laughs> uh, on February 25th, 1915, so this is an entire year after Mr. General said <coughs> no more shipping babies. Baby shipping's been illegal for a year. Uh, rural carrier Charles Hayes of Tarkin, Missouri, carried the Combs family's daughter, Helen, by parcel post for a mere 10 cents, or $2.42 in today's economy. Hayes delivered the child to her grandmother, C.H. Combs, whose home was on his route. So this one, it was like, hey, you're going down the road. Can you please take my baby? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and he was like, sure, I'll take your baby. It's yeah, on my I'll route. Take the fucking baby. Why not? Oh, yeah, yeah. You no. know what? Maybe, yeah, maybe if I am the postman that day and I'm feeling good. And, like, I know you, you've been a good guy, like, you tip me every Christmas. Hey, like, I'll help you out, I'll yeah. throw you a bone, I'll scratch hey, your back, you scratch Hey, take the baby my... to my mom's down the way, you know her. <clears throat> now, this instance where I'm like, I don't know if I can get down with this one. Uh, some children are mailed much farther than that. In this case, we have Edna Neff of Pensacola, Florida. Of course, Florida. Florida had to get in, throw oh, their, throw yeah, their Ohio and Florida, ring. coming yep. on here not. Uh... So Edna Neff of Pensacola, Florida, was only six years old when she was shipped off on March 27, 1915 to her father's home in Christianburg, Virginia, 720 miles away. Yeah, so Florida just hold my beer. That's basically <laughs> what Florida said. Florida's like, oh, you shipping your baby 10 miles? Hold it. Hold 700 miles. <laughs> Fucking 720 oh. miles. Now that's just like, because that... I feel like that's child endangerment at that point. I mean, there's a lot of people involved in that baby shipping right there. Yeah. It's not just one person taking it down the street. That baby got stamped by a lot of different post offices. That baby had to get fed. Where was the baby slept, like, sleeping at? Who fed it? Did you have to pay for food? Water? Is it like a dog where you just don't feed it while you're traveling? Fuck. (laughs) Who wiped that baby's butt? Like, did nobody think about this? No, it's 1915. Oh, I'm not thinking about much back then. Yeah, it's changing. It just shows up all shitty and <laughs> <laughs> hungry. There's like dirt all over his yeah. face, and she's like, "I'm hungry, father." Got rubber stamp marks on it. <laughs> now, there's little information on the specific of Neff's carrier trip, other than her weight. But this was the farthest trip a child who had been mailed endured. She was just under 50 pounds, resulting in only costing 15 cents. Or three dollars and sixty three cents in today's economy worth of stamps to mail her off. So I mean, in their perspective, you know, like it's way cheaper to mail your daughter seven hundred miles than put her on a train. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then you gotta mail it back too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and none of the stories talked about the mailing back one, so I wonder if like I mean if it's about saving money, you assume they didn't just travel there. I mean if if you're gonna travel there to pick your kid up, then you might as well just 
And, like, do you pick up your baby from the post office? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's just delivered to your door, same way it's delivered to... Oh, same way you ship it off. Same way you ship it off, yeah. <laughs> just not what if you're door. not home? I know, do you just come home to see a child on your porch? It's just tied up. It's like they have dog houses for children. Tied up to the post, <laughs> yeah. Incoming uh, children. Oh, man. <clears throat> well, six months later, though, U.S. Postal Service worker Jim Haddix carried an unusual parcel from the O&K train station to the Jackson, Kentucky post office. Seated on a pack of mail stacked between the carrier's knees was little three-year-old Maud Smith. She wore a cute little pink dress to which was sewn a shipping tag covered in one side with 33 cents or $7.99 today worth of stamps. Three-year-old? That's even worse. So, you know, she has a beautiful, cute little pink dress and sewn to it is a shipping tag. Fucking A. Now you gotta deal with this fucking kid asking questions. Wanting to be fed for sure. Yeah. Gotta pee. (laughs) Do it, you know. Things three-year-olds do. Oh, my God. Doesn't... Fuck. Yeah. Well, little maid, or Maudie, maybe it's Maudie. M-A-U-D-E. Maud. Maud. Just Maud. That's yeah. weird. All right. Uh, yeah, Maud. Maud had traveled from her grandparents' home in Caney, Kentucky, to the home of her mother, Selena Smith of Jackson. The whole trip turned out to be just over 40 miles. Now... This trip started an investigation by postal officials who were confused as to why the postmaster violated the agency's rules, given that it had already been a year since it was announced. Uh, perhaps it was because of the investigation, but for whatever reason, this appears to have been the final account of a baby being mailed. Jeez. You can name your kids. Right? But where does it stop? Like, what else are you going to Mail yourself? Mail? <laughs> um, yeah, take me here, please. <laughs> can, uh, can you take me across these? Yeah. Ten dollars? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to load myself up with stamps. I just need a box, that's it. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh... I brought snacks. This odd yet humorous phenomena sounds insane given our current world times, yet back then the trust between rural counties and local postal workers were unbreakable. So much so that the parents trusted their little dear children's lives with them with no fucking insurance besides little old James. Jeez. And that, ladies and gentlemen... It's male and babies. Male and babies. America's history. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that fucking insane? That is crazy. When I found this story, I literally was like flabbergasted that this was an actual thing. Yeah. Just like, how bizarre. We used to mail babies. Because like, (laughs) wow. I mean, if I'm against it, then uh, you you know it's... Imagine how the PT... PTO moms are feeling. PTA. Oh, well, fuck. Oh, yeah. Pay time off moms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pay time off moms. I was thinking parent-teacher association moms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both of them. The PTOs, the PTAs. All the mamas. <clears throat> the Karens, the Susans. Yep. Yeah, uh, that just so wouldn't fly. Like, no. It, I, wouldn't ship, I wouldn't ship my cat. Let alone my child. <coughs> if I had a child. Yeah, that's that's rough. Uh, <laughs> wow. It just, it makes me laugh. Like whenever we dive into older stories, because you're like, it was ass backwards back then. Like anything flew. Anything. Yeah. 
Fucking mailing babies. Mailing babies. Just let me sew this shipping tag onto you. I'll see you in a couple weeks, darling. If you make it. God, yeah, you can get away with anything back then. <gasps> like, what? I, and that's the thing, is like. I, I Well, I guess I was thinking, because, you know, if the postmaster said, don't do it anymore, does that actually make it illegal? Right? Or is it just like a no-no? Like, because they're, they're being run like a company, so, like, it's a company rule. So, I mean, you can go somewhere and break a company rule, that doesn't make it illegal. But... It means you get fired as the postman. It's a federal offense to open up another person's mail. So, like, is it a federal offense to carry someone's child, or, like... That's, that's different still. Yeah. Uh, and I was trying to, like, find more, like, information on the stories, but there's such little, just, like, detail yeah, regarding them. Just little tidbits of... I mean, Charlotte May, of course, was a huge one because they wrote a goddamn book about her. Yeah. But I was like, what made her so special? I think we should have wrote the book on the little girl that traveled 720 miles. Right? <laughs> From, fucking yeah. Pensacola, Florida. Gosh. That's crazy. Uh... Yeah, so, I mean, why, you know, if the postman's going to do it, then yeah. why why stop? And there was no news on the, on Mon Smith, on the, or the postman who traveled with her. There was no news on whether or not he got fired or not. Huh. Yeah, and back then, I mean, your news are only reporting news within your town. Yeah, And yeah. so, to get that, it's, like, very, pretty much, like, impossible to retrieve. But still. Hmm. The fact, uh, you know, in 1913 to 1915, America was shipping babies. Gosh. Always I ahead mean, of the curve. <laughs> uh, if you know me, you know my thoughts on children. Don't like them. <laughs> Don't like dealing with other people's kids. Uh, this past two weeks, working at a breakfast restaurant oh. with kids on break, I, got, I was supposed to work today. I, I traded my shift away. <clears throat> I needed, I was, I hit a wall yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it, it's been rough. They, these people don't fucking have jobs. They don't work. I, that's all I can assume. I don't, I thought it would be better after. I knew January 1st was going to be like the pinnacle of it. And I was going to, you know, because we're always super busy. Mm-hmm. And it was just crazy every day afterwards since and. So I, I traded my shift away today. I haven't been sleeping well because I've been the opener every day, mm-hmm. which means I've basically I've gotten up at four thirty. I've gone open the restaurant and nobody gets cut. I've New Year's Day. <clears throat> I got to work at six a.m. I started taking tables right away, you know, because um, I I work at a very trendy place here in Colorado, and one of the trendiest breakfast yeah. spots. And so it just happened right away. And I didn't stop taking tables. We closed at 2.30 in the afternoon. I didn't stop taking tables until after 3. And I was at work until 4.30. And this is without breaks. This is, you know, moving, going, 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 not stopping, you know. And people were pretty nice New Year's Day. Next day, everybody was fucking assholes. Like, people like, never, never been out before. I don't know if it's because of, like, the holiday. I've just noticed, more so with driving, because both my jobs, I don't really have a lot of human interaction. Yeah. Um, but when I'm driving, that's probably the most human interaction I get. 
per oh, day. Dragon's rough out here. And I don't know what crawled up the assholes of the people that live in the surrounding areas of me, but yeah. everyone has just been a raging fucking douche canoe. Uh-huh. And every single day, I've gotten either honked at, I've gotten someone tried to pass me on icy roads. I had this one guy who I was driving home, it's minding my own goddamn business, and I drive a lowered car. Yeah. So naturally, I'm going to go a little bit slower because it's not like I have, you know, the leisure of going over a curb or anything. Like, yeah. It's going to fuck me up. Yeah. Taking my time, the road's icy, I'm going the speed limit, and the car behind me starts flashing their lights at me. And so I'm like... Alright, little Dick Dennis, someone's a little grumpy today, so I was like, you know, I went like two, maybe three more of the speed limit just to like try to get him off me, and he still is like riding the bumper of, or the riding my car. And so we finally pull up, maybe it's like one or two miles up the road, and he starts flashing his lights at me again. And so then I'm like, oh, so we're going to play that kind of game. So I slow down, and as I do that, he tries to pass me on a one-way road, or, like, on, like, a one-lane road. Yeah. And ended up hitting a patch of ice, almost went off onto the curb, and then proceeds to flip me off as he passes by me. And I was like... <laughs> fucking dumbass. Fucking asshole. So I don't know what is in the air, but people have just been dicks lately. Yeah. So, yeah, I got today... I slept from 8 p.m. last night till 8 a.m. this morning, and then I fell back asleep at noon. And forced myself to get up at two because I needed to get some things done before we recorded. And uh, but yeah, I'm here, made it. And I would have had the weekend off, but somebody's sick, so I picked up their shift because I shouldn't be getting rid of shifts anyways. Where and I feel better. I just needed today off. I just needed data. You need that data, just like yeah. when you're working. If anybody's worked in the service industry, they know how grueling and daunting it is. Okay, I'm not only just. just Getting up at 4.30 in the morning is a whole nother beast to go do it, too. It's... I mean, I wasn't a server, but I worked at Starbucks. Yeah. And I was waking up at that time. Yeah. And it's just not right. No. If anybody's ever worked in those kind of jobs, yeah. you understand. When I hit too many days in a row of that shift, it just gets to me. And even tomorrow, I don't have to be there till 8, so that means I get to sleep till, like, 7. Oh, that's or Not nice. 7, sorry. Like, 6.15, something like that. Like, 6. Um, and it's, like, a whole world of a difference. Totally. Making it past 5.30. Yeah. Sleep is, yeah. Way when better. you're clocking in... Before 5 o'clock at work to yeah. deal with people. So, to, to give you some perspective, January 1st, I went to work, it was dark out. I left work, it was dark out. Oh, fuck yeah. that. Yeah, fun. Anyhow. Anyhow. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. That was my big session. <laughs> oh, oh, and our dogs. All three dogs have been passing a stomach thing to each other. Oh. So, it started last Saturday. It's just getting to the last dog today. Oh. And I've done a lot of cleaning of grass. You can see there's one curtain right there where the back end of this dog kennel hits there. Ah. I can imagine what happened. Oh. Yeah, it's been quite a few accidents in the house starting a week ago. But, okay. you know. It's a new year. That's what you get for having uh, lots of fur babies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that is it for today. It's Aired Bang. As always, thanks for putting up with our ranting and raving. And, uh, I think we did good. Yeah, we did pretty good. Yeah. It's a, I think this is a short, sweet one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how long we've gone. I think like 40 uh, minutes. Yeah, I always look like at the it. bars. If you're a person who makes music, uh, you know things are in bars. We're at 1,400 bars right now. We're usually around 
uh, like 2000 or something. But So, nice, short, sweet one. Mm-hmm. Ring in the new year. Oh, yeah, ring in the new year. Happy new year to all of you. Um, yeah, be good to people. Yeah, don't be an asshole. If be you feel good. like you're going to be an asshole that day, stay home. Stay home. It is 2020. Yeah, so, be good to people, whether it's, uh, you know, wherever they are. Leave the douche cooliness yeah. last year. Yeah, love each other. Love each other. And um, on that note, you follow us on all the things. Yeah, give if, us some love. If you haven't figured it out by now, you know, follow us on the things. On the things. We got a bunch of social media yeah. things floating yeah. around. And until then, guys, one more thing. One more. Just go ahead and keep, keep it weird. Where? <laughs> I never knew anything like that in the whole of my life. Nice.